Welcome back to the Kacha Outdoors podcast, where we talk about all things California hunting and sportsman related. So, uh, or most things actually, not not all things. Yeah, we're getting there. A lot of things. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about bears today, um, predation in, in general, but uh, bears specifically. That's that's um, an area we're kind of growing more and more concerned about. The more we see, the more we're in the field. Bears are starting to become a more of a regular part of our frontal cortex <laughs> like ants at a picnic yeah it's so uh, we've got a lot of mixed um you know messages from hunters and different people that are interested in in bears for different reasons i mean there's a bunch of different people that have that we've got people on both sides of the bear interest in mm-hmm. california and dramatically so i mean last year we had a bill that tried to pass that they put up a bill trying to completely omit bear hunting from yeah <laughs> knock it out yeah, yeah so. that's not that's not a good thing so but yeah we're, we're wanting to talk about it because we see and kill a lot of bears so. so i think a good place to start with this conversation is going back to mountain lions so mountain lion mountain lion hunting was outlawed in the 90s wasn't it i don't I think remember. it was the early 90s and so there's been a school of thought for the last 20 years plus from hunters that it's it's the fault of mountain lions that we've seen such a decline in deer population. And there's some truth to that, but more factual approach is that the increase in the bear population is wreaking havoc on deer populations. Right. Yeah, there and there's a lot of factors there. Um, you know, a lot of hunters like to jump on the bandwagon of, you know, predators are destroying our, our ecosystem. And there is a massive impact impact of you know predation on our deer in california um the the thing about bears and mountain lions is we were recently in a um in a discussion a forum with um california department of fish and game and um and they were talking about you know different hunting opportunities there in that in that discussion and the question was brought up about you know bears versus mountain lions and what's killing more deer and whatnot and the the biologist and i don't remember the biologist's name is, is a lady who uh, operates in northeastern california primarily um but she's one of the leading biologists in the area on on uh, predation predator kills and that kind of thing um and she was talking about the fact that the mountain lions and bears work together mm-hmm. against each other to competing to, over exactly yeah, so what resources. happens is mountain lions are a lot more efficient killers I mean, they can take out, they just pick what deer they want to kill and they kill it, essentially. Um, and so the mountain lion will make a kill and then the bear will steal the kill. Um, whether they hide it in a tree or whatever, try to bury it, the bears will come along, sniff it out, and they'll steal uh, the dead deer carcass. And so now the mountain lion's got to go kill another deer um, and it only consumed maybe a small portion of that deer. So mm-hmm. it's like a compounding problem. Yeah. mountain lions and deer mountain lions and bear working against each other together to decimate deer populations and the truth is there's there's just not that much good information out there right. so the latest statistics from fish and game are <clears throat> in fact i just checked these today i think it was 1982 uh the estimated population of bears in the state was 10 to 15,000. I don't know when the most recent numbers are from, but the I think 2022 was that what it is, and the estimation is 30 to 40 thousand. But it's important to understand that population is not 
linear, the growth of population. It's, right. it's exponential. Right. So the more bears there are, the, the faster they're increasing. Yeah. And since they outlawed dog uh, hunting with dogs, with hounds, that's been probably 10 years yeah, now, something like maybe that. more. Um, you, we've seen, so we've seen, it's the old eye test. We've been out in the woods hunting every year, year yep. over year, and seeing more and more and more bears. It's been a dramatic, in the last four years, I think it's been a dramatic increase in mm -hmm. my opinion, just personal. That's completely, you know, my opinion, but, um, we've seen and killed bears every year. And, and like you, you, we went on a vacation this last week, we took our families camping and they went up a couple of days before us and went in the first two days, you guys had seen what, how many deer and bear we saw three bears and no deer within a given region. And it's an area I grew up hunting with my dad up in the sea zones and so it's a familiar spot and i went to a spot like, actually where i killed my first deer the same mountain and historically there was always deer on this mountain always like i remember going up years ago in, in the same month june and seeing deer literally everywhere bedded down yeah. running around feeding just deer everywhere i saw zero deer and two bears yeah. from the like yeah, i didn't get the off highway. the road yeah. I, I wasn't hiking and so, which is mind blowing because bear, you would never see like wild bears. I mean, you go to Yosemite or Tahoe mm -hmm. basin, they're going to be everywhere, but you don't see wild bears like that just by the highway. Like I do, I never have Not me either. Yeah. And I've seen one by the highway when I was driving across country and saw it just leaving California. <laughs> well, the, the two bears we saw were off of a logging road, but we actually saw another one off the highway at the bottom of that same mountain. Yeah. So three bears on the same mountain That's within two days. Yeah. You just, that's not. Yeah. You never see that. You know, you talk about a buck doe ratio. We're talking about a deer bear <laughs> ratio. So another, another good eye test was this last year, 2022, uh, archery season. So John and I were hunting same area we've hunted for years and opening morning of archery, we saw four bears and one buck, not two bucks. Uh, there was a dinker, a three by three, a doe and four bears. That was the ratio. <laughs> Four bears. Yeah, that's not optimal for deer hunting. It's no, great for bear it's hunting, not. though. So <laughs> here's the thing. You get people that jump in, and, and there's several hunters that, you know, even recently have said, you know, well, there's, it's, there's not too many bears, or where are you seeing bears? We don't see bears, or I don't know. I don't know if you're hunting in, like, downtown L.A., or <laughs> if you just don't look when you're hunting, but we see bears everywhere. Like, it doesn't matter if it's D zone, C zone, B zone, even A, a zone, zone. We're we, seeing bears everywhere. So we, we put up a trail camera in, in a hot part of A zone a few years ago, and there was a bear on there. Yeah, like, I'd never seen bear sign but, there. But it goes back to what I was saying a second ago, which which was so surprising and indicative of the population growth right now with bears is you don't usually see them from the road. You'll mm -hmm. see deer from the road, logging roads and whatever, even highways, but you're not gonna see as many bear, or if any, from roads. We do a lot of hiking when we're hunting or back, we do a lot of hiking or backpacking when we're hunting. Mm -hmm. So I think that may be why we run into a lot more bears than some guys maybe do, because yeah. they're driving around looking out their window, which can be an effective method of deer hunting sometimes, but um, if you wanna find bears, you're gonna have to hike. Um, and bears, 
roam and they're fast. They don't usually just stop and stay in one area unless they're sleeping and they're hard to find. Well, we'll think of the stories of, of guys that do see bears from the road. What are they doing? They're running. They're running. Yeah. It, the bears we saw, all of them were running. Yep. So yeah, they don't hang around. It's not like, no. they're not like deer and they're like, look at you. Bear, <laughs> bears are like, see ya. I, yeah. I see a human. Um, but yeah, so, so the population of bears in California, California, there's two species of bear in California. Actually, I think, I think there's the California black bear and then the Northern black bear or something like that. Um, correct I, me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I have um, no idea. So the, the population of bears in California is growing pretty rapidly mm -hmm. from our anecdotal time in the field, right? Bears are becoming more prevalent and, and also the numbers that we find like from fish and game surveys are saying the same thing. I mean, that's a four X since the eighties in population. And I guarantee you next year, it's probably going to be a six X if someone had an accurate population estimate. And the important thing to note is that bears don't have predators other than hunters in the right. state. So this right. population is going to keep growing. Yep. And if nothing's going to stop it, except for dogs, probably dog hunting, <laughs> hound hunting. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, and they're introducing wolves. I don't know what kind of impact that'll have, but it'll be marginal at best. Yeah. But the thing is the harvest, uh, quota is 1700 bears a year. I don't remember ever seeing it reached since, since I've been old enough to I don't, pay attention since, since, since dogs. dogs yeah. yeah. That's fact. So, I mean, I don't have it in front of me, but usually it's around 13, 1400 bears by the end of the year. And the season's long. It starts in August. It's concurrent. We've talked about it on other podcasts and stuff. It runs concurrent with archery seasons and then concurrent with rifle seasons. And then you can hunt with a rifle from September until almost the end of the year. It's like the, the last weekend in December. Yeah. So you're talking like, what, September, October, November, four months? Yep. And the interesting thing is um, not a lot of guys are doing it. I, I mean, personally, I'm a little bit guilty of not focusing on bear hunting you know uh i think we need to like be meeting this quota every single year by mm -hmm. like the third week of season it'd be totally possible if guys were doing it i mean we're contributing though because we're both filling bear tags every year because we feel like it's our duty to do it i don't really like <laughs> packing them out i do like bear meat we just grind it up mostly and eat bear it like meat that feels like lead in your backpack yeah it's just it hits it, different. yeah it's totally it different just, yeah. and, and you're carrying a hide out most of the time and, and a head because you have to take the head to fishing game. Mm -hmm. So you've got like, you know, hauling a bear out of the field is like 120 pounds, you it's know, heavy. 150 pounds it's of heavy. bear. Um, but regardless, I, you know, I haven't had to focus on bear hunting, concentrate on it separate from deer hunting because we've always filled tags deer hunting. We filled our bear tags while we're deer hunting. And that's how most hunters get their bears. Right. They buy a bear tag and they run into a bear while they're deer hunting. But I'm, we're seeing a, a lot of interest across the west in bear hunting we're right. seeing the spring it's bear growing, hunts it's growing for sure you know the gritty guys are out there getting those bears in the spring it's a blast born and raised is always posting up bear hunts yeah so how do we get these guys to come to california and not hunt deer yeah but to, <laughs> i'm just kidding but to hunt these bears like we need more bear hunters yeah and even even if we did i mean honestly so the quota is really low for the current conditions like if if they change the the hunting if they allowed hound hunting again i think the quota would probably need to be somewhere in the 2000 bear range mm -hmm. because the quota would be met every single year no problem yeah, quickly oh absolutely um yeah. so you know and, and i know there was like some 
there was some big um, illicit behavior around bear hunting. There was a lot of people trading the organs, selling them on the black market, and poaching a lot of bears for different was reasons. Was it the, the gallbladder? Yeah. That was the, the yeah. thing, yeah. Um, Eastern medicine stuff. And, yeah. yeah. But the reality of it is the bear population is still exploding. I mean, we're seeing a lot of skinny, hungry bears when we go out. Mm -hmm. And they're just like yeah. frantic. You, you blow a predator call up these bears in California, they will come running. Mm -hmm. It's it, a blast. That's how we kill them. Bear hunting is so fun yep. if you do it. It's, it's fun, especially with, with archery equipment. So two or two or three years ago, I took a buddy out hunting. Um, he hasn't really hunted before, so I thought I'm going to go show him the ropes. Took him out to D zone. I don't remember which D zone it was. It might have been D three. But anyways, oh. we're we went up to some high country and we were we were deer hunting, but I had a bear tag. So, but our focus was deer, and we we were at this I don't know maybe half a mile from the highway, and we're at the rim of this canyon. And we sat there and glassed all morning, saw no deer at all, no movement whatsoever. Hiked down to the bottom of this canyon, and it was like bear mecca down there. But I had never seen this before. There were bear droppings with bark in them. Like these bears had been eating bark. Yeah, they're probably going for like the larva and stuff inside the rotting but, bark. But, but literally, and it was, a, it was a burn area. Yeah. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but piles of just bark. Like they've been yeah. just peeling off the bark and eating that's it. That's crazy. I don't know if that's indicative of of a lack of feed, especially in a burn area. I think I think when they have a lot of bark in their poop, they're they're going for like bark beetles and larvae that are nesting in the wood and stuff. They just eat everything and poop the bark out. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's I, not a relevant story, yeah, but I don't know. I, but um, I don't know that for sure. That's just what I thought. Um, well, I saw a video not too long ago too, and I don't know if it's true or not. But a guy was bear hunting. And he shot a bear with his rifle. The bear hit the dirt. And within a few seconds before that guy could get to that bear, another bear charged in and started mauling the downed bear, like eating it. And I, like I said, I, don't, I can't vouch for the validity of that video, but it was in California. Yeah. I wouldn't um, doubt it at all. They're starving to death. They, they are. There's a lot of skinny, skinny bears. There's a lot of skittish blacktail in California. They're hard to catch. And so, you know, fawning season, the bears fatten up nicely, probably. But, um, you know, the rest of the year, they're stuck on the old vegetation diet, which is fine. I mean, they eat that kind of stuff a lot, larvae and vegetation and moths and whatever they can dig up. Well, well think of the drought we've had, too. So we've had years and years until this last season, year after year of drought, the which bucks impacts. are going to be big this year. Oh, they're going to be massive. I can't wait. So we've had these years of drought, and bear do eat a lot of grass, a lot of grass. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of funny to watch them. They look like horses yeah. eating grass. They just rip it. But um, we've had a lack of grass because of the drought. And so compound that with the boom in population yeah, of bears. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem for the bears, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we don't – when you talk about, like, hunting bears and reducing the population and stuff – I, I enjoy having bears on the landscape. I'm not like a proponent of killing all the bears. I hate bears. The bears kill the deer. You know, I understand there's a natural mm -hmm. course of action. You know, the, the, it's the circle of life. <laughs> it's but, balance. Yeah. It's so, all about balance. It, but it has to be balanced. And the bears, we are the balancing weight for the bears. They, nothing else is besides starvation or competition. Nothing else is going to balance the bears. And that's a horrible way for them to go by starving to death and being, you know, that, so the fact that people are trying to talk about re completely removing a bear hunting season is just absurd. Mm -hmm. You know, we need more bear hunting. 
I was talking to a lady at work. <clears throat> she lives up in uh, Yuba or Sutter counties, I forget, in a rural part of town. And she has some property. And she was saying that she used to see deer come through. And every year there'd be fawns and stuff. And she's like, you know, I haven't seen the deer in the last couple of years. I said, so have you seen any bears? She's like, you know what? I have. I've seen some bears. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's like, well, there you go. That's what a coincidence. Seeing the fawns. <laughs> so doe are strategic. When they drop their fawns, they do it in strategic areas. They don't just, it's not willy-nilly, as they say. Yeah. Like, they want to be, because that's the most vulnerable time in an animal's life for a doe and a fawn, mm -hmm. is when they're fawning. Yep. And if you've ever seen a fawn a day or two after birth, they, like, you could walk them down. Yeah. They're, they fumble around. They're easy prey. So they fawn in specific areas, and if a, a bear is an opportunistic eater. Mm -hmm. So if he can sniff out those fawns, He'll wipe it out, wipe yeah. them out, no problem. And they got a great nose. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So they're good at sniffing out fawns. Yeah, and and they'll catch young deer too if they're lucky. You know, mm -hmm. if you got bear gets lucky, it'll catch them. But, um, you know, I, I think that the whole thing with bears is just the fact that the bear are overpopulated. They're contributing to decreasing deer. Pop I mean, you have deer populations decreasing while bear populations are increasing. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, there's got to be some correlation there. And, and the bears just need, we just need to help them out, check the population as much as we can. So get this. I heard somebody tell a story about going to, I forget what it was. It was a theme park that had wildlife, maybe the one in Vallejo. I don't remember. But they went to a talk at the theme park about wolves. And they were talking about wolf populations in California specifically. And they said since that the reason that deer are overpopulated, and if you know anything about deer in California, you'll laugh at that. The reason that deer are overpopulated is because they removed wolves. And so reintroducing wolves to California will help balance out the population. And I was like, where <laughs> so do I start with that? That's so, so ridiculous. So we haven't had wolves in a long time, but our population is 25% of what it was in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, the deer population. The deer yeah. population. So what's your excuse about that? Yeah. It, that's that logic right the there thing is that you get a lot of these people propagating stories like that to the general public and they just take it hook line and sinker because mm -hmm. they have no idea yeah, they don't they even don't. know how many deer there. they don't go out and see you ask a hunter oh why is the deer population overpopulated they're gonna be like what you know <laughs> when was the last time you went deer hunting or out in nature at all how many deer did you see besides you know all the suburbanite deer mm -hmm. walking around on the edge of the neighborhood um and that's what throws people off too. Yeah, because they don't go get out on the, the edge lives. of town. You know, where I live, there's a lot of deer come to the edge of town all the time. They'll come in people's in yards at nighttime, and I see tons of deer. I'll go to do a job at someone's house, and drive down in a kind of a suburban rural area, and I'll see fifteen or twenty deer on the way to someone's house in the morning. And you know, it's like, oh, there must be a lot of deer because people see that. And they, but then you go outside of town a little bit where all the predators live. Lo and behold, there's no deer out there. You know, it's like, where'd all the deer go? So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I, in my opinion, I think bears are a bigger problem for deer population than mountain lions, which is oh, for sure. counter to what a lot of people, like if you go read the forums, you'll think mountain lions are just wiping everything out. It's a numbers game. And honestly, I think the biggest problem, <laughs> I think the biggest problem for deer is humans um, on multifaceted uh population growth and expansion of humans right that's, well, that's a whole other can that's huh? a problem yeah we're not going to get into <laughs> it but so i just heard an extremely interesting statistic um from a 
long time uh, a biologist he was on the randy newberg podcast if i can remember his name i'll say it but um and he was talking uh about it specifically elk but it's elk you know it's a it's a hunter uh prey interaction that with human hunters and elk um, but he's done a lot of research and uh, he's a biologist he's a biologist for a long time and then in his retire- retirement now he works on a private ranch a hunting ranch, a very large hunting ranch that's connected to public land. And he does a lot of um, research projects out there, you know, hand in hand with their Department of Fish and Game. I think this is in Montana. Um, anyway, the podcast was about wounding. So if you want to go look up the podcast, it's a really good podcast on Randy Newberg's show. But he was, the biologist was saying on their ranch, they they collared a bunch of deer. Several years in a row, they did this project. And they they looked at the numbers and the statistics around wounding. So as soon as an elk would die when the collar stopped moving for like six to eight hours, it would send them a signal, and they would go immediately to the carcass and try to figure out what killed it. Um, and so they were pretty successful in that. And and what they found was on that particular, um, which this was elk that were on public and private land, um, that particular uh, research, that almost 50% of the deaths that occurred in the elk were a result of hunter wounding non-recovered elk that is wild and he said on a regular basis he said he would he would venture to say that eh, almost anywhere that the numbers would be 20 to 30 percent of the deaths of the deaths of due to wounding of cervids or you know like deer elk whatever is because of wounding which is a staggering i mean think about as a hunter you know, and there's a lot of guys, they were talking about buck fever and stuff, they just completely lose their mind when they get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You, need to, you need to figure that out before mm-hmm. you go out there and start shooting at these animals. Because think about a 20% greater population of, and that's target species, that's not just does. Like in California, that would be bucks. Like 20% to 30% of the bucks that die are from wounding, non-recovered deer. It happens. We all, we all make a bad shot every once in a while, especially archer equipment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, actually, in that study, that was split almost 50-50 between archery and rifle. Wow. That's a, that's so it's crazy. not just the bow hunters, you know, screwing everything up. Yeah. So, but it, it was just really incredible for me to hear that, that our populations would be 20 to 30% larger year over year if hunters were making more ethical shots. And they went on to talk about some different, um, you know, there's, in Europe, there's a lot higher requirements on getting a hunting license. You've got mm-hmm. to do training and heart rate elevation shooting and all this kind of stuff to get your license. And their wounding rate was about 7%, which is still unfortunate, but way better than mm-hmm. 20 to 30 to 50 in some places. I mean, that's obscene. So, wow. so before you get all huffy about, <laughs> about, you know, you know, bears and, and, uh, mountain lions and everything, killing all the deer, Look at yourself in the yeah, mirror a try, little bit. Try to take some practice shots, you yeah. know. So, and yeah, um, that's true. I mean, when you talk about predators, humans are at the top of the list always, mm-hmm. always, for various reasons. Yeah, it's a compounding effect. I mean, mm-hmm. we all we're all after the deer together, us, the lions, and the bears. Mm-hmm. So, we got to do our part to be the most ethical that we can, and then reduce the impact that the bears are having because they're overpopulated to start with. So, in my opinion. Yeah, I would love to see a more uh, a bigger focus on bear hunting in California. I would like to see popularity grow outside the state. Yeah, um, 
I mean, it, it, so I, I keep jumping and interrupting. I just got so much to say about bears. But the, um, the, the cool thing about California bear hunting, come to California and bear hunt. <laughs> just do it. do it after deer season. Yeah, after, please, after deer season. Um, you know, the cool thing about hunting in California, hunting bears, is that I, I haven't hunted bears in other places much, so I don't really know. But I'm assuming it's not the same as everywhere else from videos I've seen and other people's experiences that I've learned from. But we, I mean, it's like a spot and stock bear mecca sessions, you know, and, and calling, we can call bears in. So they're not over bait. They're not, we're not treeing them. None of that stuff. We can spot and stock bears. When we see them, our, our method of killing bears. So this is a good tip for you guys. We we're just out there in the field, busting bushes. And then when we, glass up a bear or see a bear moving somewhere and we haven't blown it already or even sometimes if we have we just start calling a fawn and distress call and i mean literally they turn and come in on a rope mm-hmm. it's unbelievable it's how it's, how effective it is it's the it's the taco bell gong yep it's and so i don't know if, if bear hunting's like that in other places but it's a lot of fun to call bears like coyotes and shoot mm-hmm. them i mean it's great so and there's that. there's a lot of uh, trepidation I think around bear, bear meat. People don't know what to do with it. People don't know if it tastes good. The there's trichinella. Trichinella is that tr- trichinosis? Yeah. Trichinella. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's both. It's both. I think trichinella is like the professional scientific name. I don't know. You guys are experts. Tell us what <laughs> it's called. I know that trichinosis is. Right, and trichinella is right. Okay. I think trichinella is the bacteria and trichinosis is the disease or something. I don't know. It makes sense. I'm not sure. I don't know, guys. Well, it's the sickness you get from eating bear meat that's contaminated. And usually you see it in bears that consume a lot of uh, rotten meat, like fish in Alaska, yeah. salmon. I, I don't know of anybody that's gotten it here in California that I've heard of. So it's safe to assume that all bears have trichinosis. Okay. So, and corrected. I so corrected. I listened to a podcast from a biologist talking about it. Um, and they were talking, I don't remember who it was or when or whatever, but it really stood out to me. And then I did some research afterward and I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but basically they just said, you know, it, if you, if you hunt bears, treat the meat like it has trichinosis because, um, from research, I want, I want to say the research showed that over 70% of bears that were harvested, that were tested, had trichinosis. Really? So much so to the point where one of the biologists that was talking about it said, don't even worry about taking your meat a sample and having it tested and whatever. He says, it's not worth it. It's, it's probably got trichinosis or trichinella bacteria or whatever. So hmm. just treat it that way. Well, on that note, what I always do with my bear meat is I grind everything. So I don't do steaks or rolls or anything. Right. I grind everything up. And shout out to Country Meats in Elk Grove. That's who does most of my butchering. But they'll do like a breakfast sausage blend. They'll do an Italian sausage blend. And I just cook everything well done. So Yeah, I mean, if you're putting it in pasta, like meat sauce or making cheeseburgers. I mean, we've made cheeseburgers with it before. And you can cook. So with trichinosis, this is a whole other discussion. But the, the, like... It's not FDA, but whoever sets the bar for what you're supposed to do with it. They say 165 degrees for 10 minutes or something ridiculous, whatever. The trichinosis dies, trichinella dies at like 136 degrees or something. 
So as long as you're cooking it like medium well and there's not pink, you know, you can still make a juicy cheeseburger at mm-hmm. 165 degrees. And it's delicious too. Oh, they're amazing. It's good meat. Yeah. I enjoy ground bear more than I enjoy ground venison. Yeah, I, I do really too. Do. Um, I actually, I work for an organization that um, nobody I know of, I think there's 70 plus, plus or minus people that work there, nobody hunts. There's a few vegetarians. Um, nobody's interested in hunting, but I am. So we had a potluck this last year, a Halloween potluck. We do it every year. And I made homemade bear Italian meatballs in spaghetti sauce or marinara sauce. Everyone got trichnosis. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, all you non-hunters. We all had a week of sick time. No. Um, everybody loved it. Everybody that tried it was blown away. They're like, this is bear. This is amazing. So it's really good, but that's all I do is ground it, grind it up. I don't do yeah, anything else. I don't either. Yeah. And bear meat can be kind of tough and whatever. Um, so there, I mean, I'm sure you can make great steaks out of bear. I'm sure there's some guys, oh, you're an idiot. You should make steaks. They're delicious. But like the guy who said putting pico on a, on a venison steak. Yeah. He yelled at us on, on YouTube yeah, for that. It's great. <laughs> but no, really, the, yeah. the, bear's, the bear's great. And, um, you know, I, I think. Um, I think that there it provides great food. It's a whole load of fun. It's a blast. And yeah. it's another excuse to get out of the house and go hunting. You know, deer season's over, get your bear tag and get after it. And the thing with bear tags, if you guys didn't know, in California, so there's a quota that has to be filled. You can buy a bear tag mm-hmm. until there's one bear, bear tag left in the quota. They're, they're fully, completely over the counter. Right. There is no sell out right of bear tags nope. it's just it, the quota and you can keep buying you probably even keep buying them after the quota is filled if you wanted to they probably would let you but once our once the quota is filled you're no longer allowed to harvest bears mm-hmm. so even if you have a tag in your pocket that doesn't mean you can kill a bear it right. just means you've got a tag congratulations but it's, if you're a resident it's only like what 40 bucks or uh, i think it's like 56, yeah, 56 but just under 60 yeah for for a resident yeah so there's probably some guys listening to this conversation and I know this is happening because we just posted a short video of a bear we saw up in the sea zones last weekend. And we've had a few comments like, man, I was out looking for bears and I didn't see any or where are you guys at? Cause I didn't see any where I was hunting and stuff like that. So there, there, the bears are not populated across the state. There's concentrations right. of bear populations. If you're hunting in Southern California, you're going to see a lot fewer bears. <laughs> And we were talking to Davey on the on the first podcast, and he's San Diego County D, whatever it is. 13, I think. Yeah. And there's no bears down there. Yeah. And I, I recently read something that said there are some bears that are very sparse, like okay. in that whole region. There's just, there's a few, but... And as an avid hunter, he's never seen them. Right. So that tells you... And he you, spends a lot of time in the field. He does. He lives out there, so... So the further you get north, I think the rule of thumb is the further you go north in California, the more bears there are. Kind of, pretty much, yeah. Other than like the Central Valley and parts of the coast, but once you get into like North A zone, and then into the Southern B zones, and then uh, D zone down to probably like D six or yeah. D seven, something like that. That's where you get a lot. There's a lot of bears in the Tahoe Basin. Yeah. So if if you want to find a bear in California, you could probably go to one of three areas and really find a lot of bears. I would say my my personal preference would be Tahoe Basin. Or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about bear hunting is you can go in any unit that's open for hunting. Yeah. So anywhere can, in the state. You can go in X 
six B X seven, what any, whatever unit. And there's some serious bears over there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you like steep country and hiking, you can go into the Trinity Alps or the Marble Mountains. I would say, though, so those are North B zone, but you could go any one of those areas and you're going to see a ton of bears. I mean, I, I mean, I, so we were in the C zones too and yeah, seeing yeah, a lot of bears and sure. I'm hearing stuff about more and more bears in C zones. I just know that I, I, I talked to a, a, a friend, neighbor of mine, and he, they hunted in the Trinity Alps for deer this last year and now this is going to be an inflated number okay (laughs) i didn't say it i'm repeating it he said they saw over a hundred bears they were there for nine days they saw over a hundred bears and like 20 something deer that's a lot of bears that's a lot of bears but how however stupid it seems i i I can believe it honestly even if you cut that number in half that's an insane number of bears right i mean this this guy this is a guy um like he's told me stories before and I was like, baloney. And then he showed me the deer at his house and I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just saying that's well, what I Well, heard. think of the videos you watch from like Gritty, right? And they'll do these, these 10 day bear hunts and see 30 or something. Yeah. A hundred bears. Dude, I, that's what I'm saying. We need to go check it out. How does everybody not flood the state hunting bears? Every they year? were like 12 miles in. It's a big area. It it's a, a and it's area. very rugged country. It is, yeah. The Alps are very rugged country. So, but either way, I mean, even if even if they saw twenty bears in seven days, nine days, that's a lot of bears, dude. I mean, but we've seen what probably ten bears in four days of hunting before. We'll be in one. I mean, relatively speaking, a, a tiny area, mm-hmm. a tiny area, like less than a square mile. Yeah, and we'll see half a dozen bears there. Yeah. Yeah, through the course of a few days of hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Um, what were we trying bears. to talk about? Yeah, that's what you said. I'm like, dude. You know, <laughs> but I'm like, okay. Maybe he didn't do counting very well in school. Or maybe some of what he's seeing was the same bear. Could be. Could be some resident bears that were, they yeah. just, maybe they, had, they saw bears a hundred times. The same bear walking up and down the hill one. Two, three, four. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so this is kind of a crazy statistic. For all the time, this is my own personal t- statistic, for all the time that I've spent in the woods, I've never seen a mountain lion. Ever. That's not uncommon. But I've seen countless bears. Countless. And so I have, going back to the whole discussion about um, like the root cause of our deer decline, I have a hard time blaming mountain lions when I never see them. I know they're there. I've yeah, seen but, tracks but and the, stuff. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. How many mountain lion tracks do you even see? I, I've seen ever. one mountain lion, and we're talking about like several decades of hunting and being in the field here. Mm-hmm. Between the two of us, we've got over 40 years of like being in the field as an adult. Mm-hmm. and We lived there for 40 years. Yeah. Didn't even come out for <laughs> a drink of water or nothing. But... I mean, and I've, I've seen a mountain lion one time, and I've been stalked by a mountain lion one time because I saw the tracks over my boot prints following me all day, um, which was pretty creepy. Wow. But, yeah. But yeah. That was, in, that was in Alpine County in D4. Uh, a buddy of mine and I, this was like 10 years ago, we hiked in in the dark into a place we'd never been before, and we kept hearing stuff behind us in the middle of the night, uh, and we would shine our lights and nothing. We, we kept hearing, like, it was a big shale, like, 
rock cliff that we were climbing down and we were here like little rocks coming down behind us we just thought it was from us walking down and dislodging stuff and then it's rolling down or whatever so we kept shining lights back there and we couldn't see anything so we just like whatever you know you hear stuff in the woods at nighttime whatever and then we finally got into our spot and hunted all day and struck out on the way out i've got pictures of these mountain lion tracks like this big right over the top of our boot prints following us all the way in our hike it wasn't like it just crossed our path when the sucker followed us in like what are they doing their cats are curious man yeah they are but anyway all that to say yeah there's there's i mean the numbers biologists would know better but they're not that many and we had a spot in a zone that we had some cameras out kind of in a rural but slightly residential area too Mm -hmm. that we just kind of monitored for our own curiosity's sake uh, some private land and we had one mountain lion sighting on there yeah and there was no real change in the but deer population. But that was like over months of camera work. Months, yeah. yeah. And it was one sighting and it was gone. And there was no real impact to the deer population. Yeah. Like the deer stayed, stayed, you know, coming and going, same population numbers. Whereas I've seen the steady decline in these locations where more and more bears yep. are. Bears show up and deer disappear. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what are we going to do about it? Well... It depends on buy what kind a, of rifle you own. <laughs> <laughs> buy a bear tag. Buy a bear tag. We, we like to hunt bear archery. It's our preference. I mean, I, I'll shoot them with a the rifle if, if the opportunity arises, but... We never make it to archery season with a bear tag. You mean rifle season? I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. Excuse me. No, yeah, honestly, we, never we, make always, it to rifle. we generally always kill our, our bears during archery deer season mm-hmm. in August. And we see more bears during archery season. Bears, bears are pretty skittish. Yeah. Um, like we talked about earlier, they're more skittish than deer. So they're, they're more sensitive to human pressure than I think deer are, although deer are too. Okay, so Clayton and I actually just spitballed this idea. Um, if you guys are interested, let us know. If you want to go on a bear hunt with Kotch Outdoors, we'll film it, we'll put it on the, on the channel. If one of you guys, if you're a subscriber, if you're not a subscriber, kick rocks, okay? <laughs> if you're a subscriber and you want to go on a hunt with us, on a bear hunt, bleep bloop it down below let us know and we'll see if we can put something together if there's enough interest if it's just like a couple guys um then whatever (laughs) if there's enough interest we'll do it um we'll pick out a time probably just after deer season yeah you know early winter or something um and we'll find a spot that there's some bears in we've got a lot of them Mm -hmm. and and we'll go we'll do it and knock a bear dead so let us know. Leave a comment. Yeah. If you, if you want to go on a bear hunt with us, um, leave a comment. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you want your buddy, if, if you think it's a good idea, share it with your buddies. And if they're interested, they'll comment. If we get enough comments of people that want to do it, we'll put something together, put a promotion together or something and figure it out. And that, we've had a lot of people ask us to take them out. Yeah. And we're not guides. Every, we're every not, week. Yeah. We're not know. licensed guides. So we can't like go guide people. Some people really. get creative too. They're like, do you want to come hunting with me? <laughs> yeah. Send me some pictures first. <laughs> what you got going on? <laughs> uh, I think it would be fun to hunt with people, but um, it's a matter of just time. Yeah, we don't have the time to go hunt or bring everyone hunting. I mean, that'd be cool. We don't even have time to hunt ourselves half yeah. the time. So. Um, but this would be a lot of fun. And we've talked about doing it in the past, never really, really made it official. So this is the first time we're putting it out there yeah it's not a guide service but no we'll, not at we'll, all it's, but we can go and, and film a hunt and you guys can go with us It'd be fun yeah so. 
It'd be a blast. Yeah, it would. Um, so let us know. On that note, this pretty much wraps up our podcast this time, talking about bears. Uh, we've got some some cool stuff coming up, and we are right around the corner from, from deer season. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Coming fast. You know what? And I, this is just something I just pulled out of back there somewhere, but um, we, we should also, in the comments, you guys better get pretty active. Um, we've homework. been thinking about trying to put some type of a group, coalition, something together about California bear hunting. Um, because we're, we're, I mean, I like hunting deer more than bears myself, personally. Mm -hmm. But um, I think as conservationists and hunters in this state, it's kind of starting to become something that we really need to get together behind and start not only personally each of us hunting bears and trying to take more bears, but also to start pushing more legislation to get maybe dog hound hunting open back up or maybe a spring bear season or a spring bear season. We get need the to numbers hit, under control. We need to hit that quota. We yeah. need to hit that quota every year. That's yep. a, that's a good jumping off. point. Yeah. That could be our starting point is mm -hmm. to start. We could hashtag meet the quota. Hey, there we go. So I like it. if, if we can start that and just start getting guys in the field and saying, Hey, meet the quota, we got to get these bears down. Then at least if we're meeting the quota every year, we're doing everything we can other than legislative work, mm -hmm. you know, which that's an uphill battle. We all know it will be in California. But if, if we're not meeting the quota of 1,700 bears, it's pretty then, sad. Yeah, we, we can't we, ask for more. We need obviously. to get busy with that. that that's our jumping off point as hunters. That's where we're trying hey, to Hey, and you start. know what? If we meet the quota every year and it starts controlling the numbers, then fantastic. Yeah. That's all we need. I it doubt it will. But, but. <laughs> uh, then from there, maybe the next thing is we increase the quota. Maybe it goes to 2,000 or 1,900. Hashtag increase the quota. <laughs> um, and I, I think... I actually heard Remy Warren talk about California bear hunting on his podcast and how it, he deemed it the best bear hunting spot in the, in the West. Wow. So that's high praise that's coming from crazy. So people know what's up if they've been here. Yeah. There's a lot of bears. Yeah. If you know how to find them, man, that's, mm -hmm. you go like this. There they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You have to be in the right spots and kind of yeah. know what to look for, but I mean, there's a lot of bears, so yeah, a lot of opportunity. So, What's it? Hashtag meet the quota. Meet the quota. All right. So Instagram, you'll see, you'll see a follow-up post about this. Boom. So yeah, leave a comment. Let us know if you're interested in, in doing a bear hunt. Probably be next year. We're pretty much booked up this year with, with hunts and schedules. Maybe. Maybe this year. All right. So one last thing we're going to put out there. We're going to make a new t-shirt. We're going to drop a new t-shirt. In fact, this is the most recent t-shirt. If you haven't bought one, you got to go get one. It's really cool. Hunt CA. We're going to make another one. Meet the quota. And it'll be dropping soon. That might have something to do with our bear hunting yeah. trip. Yeah. We'll see. Cool. Well, that it's was a fun, fun conversation. Uh, we will wrap it up, and we will see you guys on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm.